is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to Wise Guys. These guys know sports. Usually, I'll be I'll be sitting here. I'll be sitting here with with my guy Trey Larkins, but unfortunately, he's dealing with a family emergency, and we want to send him our our prayers. You know, our prayers for, for Mr. Larkins, man. And we still go get the show packed going though. So, so we go we go we go keep it moving. But before I do that, but remember everybody follow Wise Guys on Facebook at Wise Guys. And Instagram, uh, wise guys, these guys know sports, and Twitter, wise guys underscore 08. And don't forget to subscribe to our Facebook page at why our YouTube page is following me, our wise guys, man. But we're gonna have a jam pack today. We're gonna be talking about the impact of Jamal Adams' trade, trade to Seattle Seahawks. We also, we're also still gonna be talking about Lou Williams' decision of leaving, leaving out the bubble. To going to go get something to eat. We all we're also gonna talk about the uh the pandemic, how it's been affecting all these sports. But before we get this show on, I want to bring on a special guest. He's he looks intelligent and he's he's smart, he's brilliant, and he's an OG compared to me. He's a 49ers fan and he's a big NBA fan. So everybody, put your hands up. Ready, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Kristen Bradley. Oh snap! <laughs> What's going on? How you doing? Oh, absolutely. Hey, how you, absolutely. Hey, how you doing today? I'm amazing. I cannot complain. Had a great workout. Um, Same. Great workout. Uh, shout out to my guys, um, Mo Stewart, Mo, Motown Fitness for the workout for the boxing workout before I got here. Uh, I had to rush home, uh, get ready for this show. Been really excited about it all day. I'm honored yeah, to be on the show. So I really appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, man. Hey, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. And even though Trey, he's dealing with a family emergency, we would we would love for him to be on the show. I would but, love for it too. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we would we would love for him to be on the show, but unfortunately, like um, he had a family emergency. But the show go go on, man. So we, we go we gonna have some prayers. fun, man. It's gonna be me and you. It's gonna be, it's gonna be me and you, man. So hey. I might learn something new. I might learn something new. But I, you know what? I'm all about teaching. Um, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Hey. I'll, hey Hey, me personally, I'm all about giving my opinion. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> but if I'm not wrong, we're, we're going we're gonna to get it on all, all through the show. Yes, but, sir. Yes, first sir. Off, first off, Mr. Bradley, man, let's let's start off with the uh the trade. The trade that happened on Saturday. So, you yeah. know, on Saturday afternoon, the New York Jets yeah. traded star yeah. safety Jamal Adams to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And your rival, your rival, Seattle Seahawks. My but, division. You know what? Yeah, and yeah. I, and you yeah. know what's crazy? The Seahawks gave him two first round picks, the two thousand twenty one and two thousand twenty, plus a two thousand twenty one third round pick. Yes, sir. And, it's, and all Seattle, I gave well, all the Jets like no, that's what the Jets received. But with Seattle gave like got back, got back was a fourth round pick. Well, I still right. think it's more. Well, I think it's valuable. I still think it's valuable. But 
My first question is to you, though, man. What was your yep. first reaction when you knew Jamal Adams was coming over to the NFC West with Seattle? Well, two things. Um, they mortgaged their future to get him. He's easy to rent him. I mean, he's, what, two years? Got to pay him. Yeah. And he three. Is, he, is he three? Okay. So, well, he's probably going to opt out on the second, on the second year, right? He's going to make more money if he's performing. That's, that's the first thing I thought about. Right. Second thing, they just got him against the stop George Kittle. That's that's the reason why they got him. Jamal Adams is more of a he's more. I mean, he's more of a he, he's a he's a guy they put they put nine in the box. They want, they want to stop the run, and this is why I wore my quarterback's jersey today. My quarterback, for some reason, is probably the most hated quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he gets hated on, but I don't understand why. You know, I don't get why he gets hated on as much as he gets hated on. But they got him for that reason to stop George Kittle to make Garoppolo go to other go to other 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 weapons. Debo obviously is out, you know what I'm saying, probably until October. Um, but I got, a guy, I got a guy for you that was going to make a lot of noise this year. Listen to the guy, listen to his name, Jalen Hurd. Jalen Hurd is going to make a lot of oh, noise. Oh, yeah. He's a- Jalen Hurd is going to have a breakout year this year, 6'3", 220, came out of Colorado. He's going to be an H-back. Um, he, he's going to be, he's a big, he's a low. He's going to be a running back. He's a low. Um, yeah. Uh, Kendrick Bourne is going to be, he's going to come out and have a really good year this year. He's good. I, I like Bourne. He's good in the slot. Like, he's, he's a great yeah. receiver. He learned a lot from so, Daniel Sanders last year. So, so we got some weapons. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Like now, now for my reaction from this trade though, I yeah. like I looked at it like, wow, Seattle is their their defense, the Legion of Boom is coming back, but it's 2.0. I feel like, yeah, I still and I and I was thinking to myself, like, man. This the Seattle. They're they're being more competitive, but I, I still believe San Francisco got the better defense because they got a, a good pass rush uh, compared to Seattle's pass rush, which was not not good last season. Not and, at all. And not at I ain't gonna say not at all, but it was it was good. It was good. Like Jadavian Clowney, he he had he was he had like he what, the most hits on the team, and but he only had three and a half sacks. But he under he under he under Yeah, but. For what for this trade though, I think it's a win-win on both sides though. Like for the Jets, because they they got like they got they got enough picks like to get their star players back, star players in the draft, or maybe they can trade them off. And for Seattle, like you're they in playoff contending, they still right. playoff contending, and they're still a good football team in the AFC West. I kind of believe AFC West. Uh, it might be it could be a four. It, it, it's gonna be a battle because you got Arizona coming up. And then LA Rams, uh, I think they're they're good, but at the same time, they're they're not on like the Cardinals level or not the Niners or the Seahawks. The, they, the AFC West is still probably the most watched division right now, in my opinion. NFC that's, West. You mean NFC West? Yeah, yeah, NFC West, yeah, NFC West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's probably the most watched division in, like for this season. If yep. everybody don't opt out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so- I, I got I gotta I gotta disagree with you as far as the Rams being in the same conversation um as my Niners and so and so is Arizona. Arizona made a good move, obviously. We we, we had a tough time with them last year. Um, you know, um two games we played them, first game. Um and actually, you know, again, talking about quarterback, Jimmy made two great throws um yeah. two games against Arizona. He made the throw to Emmanuel Sanders in the tight window, he made the throw. To um, Jeff Wilson on the all-out blitz, that the, the sealed game with 30 seconds left of the game, we're tied up after we're down 16-0. I mean, we're still so, gonna get to Jimmy. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I, I think that, I, I think that, uh, you know, that Arizona's a good team, but then it'll be nine to seven. 
I think Seattle mortgaged their future to get to get um to get Adams. Yeah. I, I think you got I mean you got holes in the offensive line they gotta fix. Russell Wilson makes that team go. I mean, how many times last year we watched Russell Wilson play who you know what I'm saying? It just yeah. pulls him out and put a rabbit out of his hat. I mean, I love I love Russell Wilson as a person and as a, and as a player. It might be sacrilege as a 49er fan, but he's been carrying that team, man. Like, carrying him. I mean, he's been carrying him. I mean, he's just like, making like, that team go. Like almost a decade. Like it was yeah. a point in time. He was the leading rusher, though. He yeah. was the leading rusher for the team. Yeah. But but I think now my next question, my, my now my next question to you though, Christian. Um my now my next question will be like, is the Seattle Seahawks the biggest threat for you guys in the NFC West? Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, again, because Russell Wilson and they're going to play playing to twelves. Um, I, I'm not. Ner- I mean, Arizona's coming. I mean, Arizona's definitely coming. I've been hearing a lot of Arizona talk. Arizona's right? coming. They got better. Um, you know, LA. You know, I think I think I'm not gonna say Jared Goff and uh, McVay were exposed last year, but their their team needs a running game. Like I mean, everything goes off of the running game. I don't think McVay um, was yeah. that innovative towards the end, towards the middle to end of the year last year. Um, you know, I think he, I won't say he's exposed, but I will definitely say that um, teams definitely figured out the Rams last year. Not to mention, you know, you don't run Ty Gurley, which probably was hurt most of the year, and obviously. Yeah. That, that takes I think offense. The, the Rams, though, in my opinion, I feel like they took a they took a step back because I agree. Well, because one, Gurley Gurley wasn't like fully fully healthy, and two, Jared Groff wasn't himself like in 2018, like how he was more more play action from him and more more touchdowns out of him. Hell, he he, he threw what four thousand almost what four thousand forty five hundred in passing yards right. compared to like last. It wasn't it wasn't. It was good. They took a major step back. Aaron Donald but, was still great. Oh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Donald's Donald's still Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald yeah, still but, Aaron Donald. Yeah. He, I think he's, he's the Donald. only one that can t- tackle Jimmy Garoppolo, like, at a, any, like, the line he can get to him the most. So, and so that was going to be my next, that's, that was going to be my next thing. We, we transitioned from Seattle, and let's talk about your 49ers. Now, mm-hmm. I do want to ask you, how long you was a 49ers fan? So I was like seven years old, man. Um, oh, like so you was there, I, I'm not, I'm not one of these. So I'm not, I'm not one of these. You know, I'm 40 years old, obviously. So to kind of give some back, some backstory. Um, my father, you know, a lot of people are fans of the, the team. Their father's a fan of, right? Or their uncle, aunt, or whatever else. My dad ain't really a football guy. I mean, he is, but he's not really a football guy, right? But my aunt was a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, and, and so we would watch. I would go over there on Sundays. My father, my family, go. My aunt, my grandmother, we would watch football. Sunday dinner, you know how it was back in the day. And uh, the Niners were playing the playing of Dallas Cowboys, I think like 87 or 86 or something like that. I think in a regular season game. And I was I wasn't rooting for the team my aunt wasn't rooting for. She was going <laughs> yeah. off to Dallas. I'm gonna root for the team and have to be the Niners. And ever since then, you know, and again, they were winning. They had Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, um, you know, they had you know Roger Craig. Um, he was know, a beast. You know, I mean, they, they were winning. I'm not going to sit here and say. They were oh, winning. yeah, I knew they was winning because they beat my Bengals, even though I wasn't born. They yeah. beat my Bengals. I was, when I heard about that story, I was like, who beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl? They said. Yeah, I was nine years old. Yeah. So, I said, I mean, how many yards they went down? It was that, it went 90 yards. 90 yards. I, I remember that game. I remember watching that game. Watching that game. I remember the whole drive. I was nine years old yeah. when, they, when they won. So, I mean, I'm not one of these, these minor fans who came out the woodwork in high school and liked them and. Nah, I was I mean, again. They were good when I liked them. 
and they were good. But I was also a Niner fan when we had Dennis Erickson as our coach, and and Tom and and um and Mike Nolan and and uh, you know some, uh, and Mike Singletary, and, and we, we were bad for for nine years. I mean, just terrible for nine years. And Trent Dilfer was our quarterback, and and we when we drafted Alex Smith, and he had five offensive coordinators in five years. And so I'm, I'm, I mean, I can go on and on and on. So you know, I, you know. I was there when Tom Sula was the coach. We fired when Harbaugh left, and I was. So I'm, I'm, I'm that fan. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a Niner fan. I'm, I'm faithful. I'm a faithful. I, I see it. I, I see it in your heart. I see it in your heart. Yeah. You're a big Niners fan, like. Yeah. This is now. Now this, I wanted like to ask. Now I just wanted to ask you now. Steve yeah. Young reported last week that Jimmy Garoppolo has to earn Kyle Shanahan's trust, and to me, I'm thinking about like. Do even Kyle Shanahan even trust this quarterback? I mean, y'all trained for him. He went five and two in his last the, the seven stars that he played. Yeah. He, he showed he showed a lot of potential. Yeah. But now I'm talking to a real Niners fan and you, Mr. Christian Bradley. Like, do you believe, do you believe that Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust Jimmy G? Yeah, I believe he trusts him. If they didn't trust him, I mean if they didn't trust him, Tom Brady wanted to go to San Francisco. Tom Brady wanted to be there. So does that, what, what makes sense? Do you trade trade um, Rubble back to New England to get Tom Brady and maybe another pick for two right. years? For two years, just to have him learn another system, just to get you know. Do you do that? Do you draft another quarterback? I mean, we didn't draft any quarterbacks in the draft this year. Draft yeah. a quarterback with a, with, a, with a top with a with a with a fourth or fifth, a fourth or fifth round pick. Do, do you do you keep on? I mean, people again. My quarterback is probably one of the most hated quarterbacks. I don't understand why. Now, again, he did not show up in money time Super Bowl. I will definitely be the first person to admit that he did not show up in winning time. Yeah. He didn't show up. He overthrew him uh. about five yards. He was like, I think, 3 4 11 in the fourth quarter. We were up 20 and 10 with eight minutes left. And we, and, and you know, and he did not show up. However, however, there's a silver lining to everything. And I'm a. There is it. Oh, very much so. Very much so. He had 3,900 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, 12, I think 12 interceptions, off the torn ACL, if I may add. Okay? So week three against the Super Bowl champs. Yes. He tore it week four in 2000, um, 2018 19 season. So, again, like, I mean, let's, let's give credit where credit is due. We are a run heavy offense. Okay, yeah. and also, and, and also, also let to be to be completely transparent with you as well. Clear too. You look at Matt Ryan's stats the first year that he was under Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta. He had very similar stats to Jimmy Garoppolo his first year as a starter this year. Very similar stats. The second year, look, 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 look it up. Even with Julio, even with Julio, he had very similar stats the first year Kyle Shanahan. Was his offensive coordinator very very similar stats to Garoppolo? The second year he was a starter, MVP, two ball, and, and did lose to, to New England that year. But he's MVP. My quarterback will be top five MVP in the top five MVP. So mark my words, take it to the bank. Oh my gosh! Hey, I'm, I'm loving this Kyle. Hey, take you know, Chris, I, I love this. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But everybody go follow Wise Guys on Facebook, Wise Guys, Instagram, These Guys Know Sport, and Twitter, Wise Guys underscore eight. Man, bro, Chris, I'm loving your, I'm loving your confidence. But, but you just say, like, well, let me see. Uh, Kyle Shanahan was with Matt Ryan for two years, right? Two years. So his first year, his first year that he was there, 
Look at Matt Ryan's stats. Oh, I'm looking at those stats. You're looking at them, and what you see? 2016, he threw almost 5,000 yards, 38 and 7. Jimmy G doing that? Absolutely. No, no, no. His, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The you saying the MVP season? Is it MVP that season? is 2000. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the MVP season. Okay. I'm asking you to look at the. Okay, so what I'm saying is it'll be probably around 4,200 yards. I'm about, looking at the MVP season. He has 40. 4,944 4, yards with 38. Okay. Now, in our offense, that probably we'll have a receiver as dynamic as who. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. now our Julio. tight end is the best tight end in football. Okay. So, we're going to need, obviously, receivers to step up. We are a run heavy offense. Okay. We're going to be run heavy offense. He will have between 4,000, about 4,300 yards passing, about between 28 to about 35 touchdowns. <laughs> we're words. talking about Jimmy mark Garoppolo. Words. Mark my words. Mark my words. And he will have probably, again, Jimmy Garoppolo was top five. I'm sorry, top ten in five major quarterback categories. He had a eight. He had more touchdowns than, than, than Deshaun Watson. He had more yards passing, better passing than percentage, better QB rating. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, got a point. Let's, let's, I mean, let's, now everybody's talking about the, the scheme in the offense. You're you're paid to execute in that scheme. Yeah, you're paid they, to execute in that scheme. And come, on, come, on, come, on, come on, Richard Sherman. He only played left side of the field. That's the scheme. He's the best at what he does in that scheme. He's the best zone corner. Let's say I don't that. Care. I don't care. So what? He's the best at what he does in that scheme. He's paid to yep. lock down the left side of the field. That's what he does year in and year out. Here's, year in and year out. Here's my thing. Jimmy G, I feel I believe Jimmy G is, is he's he's a he's a average above average quarterback because he is he he got he got talent in his game, Chris. He I I'm not gonna like the game against the Saints, he was he was phenomenal. I think that was the probably his best game in his career, in my opinion, because that because he was just he was just executing every possess every drive, every minute. It was touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, and George Kittle sealed the catch with a face mask. Yeah, I think Jimmy G is very talented. I really do. But you know, we got we're coming into uh the 2020 season. George Kittle, he's in his last year of his contract. Do you believe? Do you believe he should be the highest paid tight end in the NFL? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so you you think that Kelsey or Hooper is better or Ertz or Look, I, I like Kelsey. I like Kelsey, but okay. but I, I, George is 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 the better because he's a better all around. He's a great blocker out of the three that you exactly, exactly. But the receiving end, I'm taking Kelsey, man. I'm taking Kelsey. I'm hey hey. But look, Kittle Kittle can run routes, but Kelsey can run them better, in my opinion, man. So after so right after the catch, you take Kelsey. You take Kelsey over over Kittle. The thing, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm taking. I still take. I still take Kelsey. Look, Kittle Kittle is an athletic. He, he got better athleticism, but Kelsey, he got great hands. He got better Kittle, hands. Kittle doesn't. What? Kittle, and George don't. George got George got good hands, but I'm taking Travis, man. I'm taking Travis. Take him all you want to. All I'm telling you is this: is that George Kittle is the best tight end in football. All around, best hands, best feet, best toe tap, whatever you want to call it. He the best tight end in football. And I, I don't understand why even body. I mean, and, and not to mention. His peers say the best tight end of football. 
I got four Niners in the top 100 voted in by their peers. So it's interesting that, 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 that average fans, casual fans like you and me, like you Bosa, and me. Yeah, yeah, Nick Bosa was, was amazing. I, I, I would. Amazing. Yeah, Green Law. I like Green Law too. I like Dre. He gonna, he gonna he gonna do good things for us. I like Dre. Yeah. Um, Fred. I left. I like Fred. Fred yeah, is Fred, Fred is gonna Fred's gonna be a, a perennial Pro Bowler for for years to come. Um, you know, cover to do it all for us. Um, but I'm telling you, but I'm telling I don't you like right the now. safety situation. I don't like y'all safety situation. You don't like, you don't like Tartan Ward? He's a hard hitter. He's he's a good hitter. So give you a stat here. People don't understand this. If you look at the we were dominant the first nine games, I want to say, as far as the first eight or nine games, we were dominant, right? Yeah. Look, I think from the Saints game, I think until the Arizona, no, the um the um Atlanta game, we gave up about about 24 to 25 yards. I'm sorry, um, um points a game, those games. But then we went like Six and two, we still give a lot of points. You know why? Because Tart was hurt the, those four of those six games. <laughs> oh, you bringing some San Francisco statistics? You know what I'm saying? Jaworski Tart was hurt, and we had sad. We had we had Marcel Harris who did had a good strip against against uh, Lamar Jackson in, in the Baltimore game. But oh, that was a good game. You know, a good game. You know, but my point is, is that we had some pieces missing. And then obviously things come back into play for us, and we got got to healthy for the for the for the stretch run, and we had and we had the eventual Super Bowl champion. We made my home home my homeboy look very ordinary. The first fifty four minutes of that game, he looked very ordinary. He had one touchdown, two interceptions. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know we we you know, you know Trey was as Trey said, yeah the the pack. The 49ers was dominating, man. He we were dominating. Very, very, yeah. very sad. Very, very, I very something. Look, look, I wish Trey was on here. So, because, you know, he's a big Packers fan. Jeez. And y'all played him on a Thursday night. I think a Thursday night for this season. Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night. You mean, you mean, you mean this season or last season? season? No, this season. I thought this season they played, uh, I think, a Thursday night. I think okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. yeah, hey, I, I I did. I, I, I wanted to just, just rub it in his face, like man, Green Bay ain't nothing, man. They not. Yeah, but we de- hey, but we gotta move on. We gotta move on to the next topic, man. Sure, sure. So, so you know, a few days ago, Lou Williams, you know, he, he's he's serving a, a ten day quarantine because right. he left the bubble, and, yeah. and reports were said that he went to what Magic City in Atlanta to get some wings. Right. And, and I just want to hear your personal opinion on that. Well, like, what was your reaction to that situation? I think it's just really selfish, um, honestly. Um, way I feel like that is that, you know, like Shannon Sharp made a good point. They had a great point. Um, I ain't really yeah. Kevin Perkins' point was in, eh, but Shannon Sharp point was very, was very, very valid to me. Was that you have everybody sacrificing, um, not going out to their favorite restaurants, not going to certain they going like Zion Williamson went to hit a situation that came back. Everybody's A to B. Nobody's taking tours. Everybody's A to B. And for Lou Williams, again, he wouldn't have got caught unless somebody, you know, I think somebody videotaped him and taped him, I guess, and that's why he got caught. But everybody wants to get wings. Everybody want to get, you know, go to their favorite restaurant. Everybody want to go see their girl or their or they side chick. Or yeah, they've been sneaking. It was reports they were sneaking women in, in, inside. Yeah, I heard that too. I mean, a lot of cats ain't really taking this. The thing is this. 
you got some of the most okay, so somebody on a on a five year fifty million dollar contract, right? Okay, guaranteed money. What about that twelfth man? That guy that, that got at the end of the bench, fighting for a roster spot, only getting five hundred thousand to a million. Or it was two million or something. It's still a lot of money, but we don't know what right. we don't know what he got going on. He fighting for a roster spot, trying to get on, trying to hopefully get meaningful time. And obviously, or or you got team like the Clippers and the, the Lakers, when you know, or the Celtics who have championship aspirations. Yeah, now you're going to do this to jeopardize your aspirations or your seeding in the playoffs. I just think that, yeah, I mean, Lou, he made a point. He made a comment to Alvin Kinnaberg saying, this is my 15th. We got been in no trouble. I get that, bro. You're absolutely right. However, and I'm, I'm not far be telling the grown man what to do. But it's, it, when it's a team sport, if right. people are lying on you, you've got to do what's best for the team. This ain't tennis. This ain't boxing. <laughs> this ain't fencing. Yeah. This ain't golf. You know? People are relying on you because you're a cog in the wheel, and you're and your your 19 points a game is going to be missed. Now they got to yeah. rely on Jared Dudley, or oh, he went for the yeah. I'm sorry, or rely on uh, um, who, uh, Marcus Morris, who's still a still a monster, but he ain't with Williams. You know, you got to still think of rely on guys who, you know, who won't necessarily won't you know be able to step in and do what he does. And it's domino effect. I mean, again. No, that's my opinion on it. That that lead that that leads into my next question. As you brought up the the L.A. Clippers team, um, so do you how 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 bad like it's going to affect him not being on the Clippers team? Because you know their uh season the season game opener against the Lakers. Yeah, it's tomorrow at nine o'clock on TNT. Like how how bad is going? How is absence going to affect the team, the Clippers team? I think it affects a lot because he does a lot for him. Now 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 uh now Doc is a great coach. He make adjustments. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, this guy, you know, same guy who had Bo Outlaw and them on Orlando back in the late 90s. Like, almost, like it was one game. Yeah, yeah, right. It, it was one Scott Skiles, Bo Outlaw, all them. It was it was one game away from the playoffs. So he you knows he knows how to to coach and get the best out of his players, right? But right. still, 19 points a game and Lou Williams is offense. Third most on the team. Yeah, he's a he's a very, very, very intricate part of his of, of, of that team and what they do. So I, I really feel like even though Doc is going to coach them up and going to make sure they are able to win, 19 points a game is still, still a lot of points to lose. And, you know, even though they got, they're deep with Marcus Morris and they're deep with Reggie Jackson and some other guys and the other, the other brother who I've um, got his brother's name with the Dreads, the other seven men come off the bench. Montrez, 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 yeah. yeah. He, you know, they're, they're, they're deep. They're deep. But yeah, they're, Lou, they're deep. Yeah, but Lou has experience. There's certain things that has that does not you know that, that, that as experience other people don't have so you know I think it's going to affect them especially now the Lakers got Deion Waiters and got you know Pickle J.R. J.R. Smith and they, and they got deeper on the perimeter so you know it, it's going to definitely affect what they do yeah I, I, I agree I, I think when you lose your 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 basically the best bench scorer in the league in my yeah. opinion that that affects your team because it gives it gives Kawhi a, a breathing, it gives Paul George a breathing, yeah, and exactly. it, it gives them and I and it honestly gives them another score. It gives yeah. them another score that can contribute, Absolutely. that can contribute, score, facilitate, whatever. And he's missing the first two games. I th- I think that the Clippers gonna have to change the game plan and right. figure out like Doc go Doc Doc like you said Doc's good at uh 
like help, like bringing out the best out of play people. So, right. so they gonna have to like figure out what, like who who would be the next up big up score that they're coming right. off the bench. Because right. like you said, they is deep. So I, I don't think it should be like a big, like a big, like it want affect them big. But but if it do, if it do, then nah. It's it's a win win for me because I, I I got LA winning anyway. LA Lakers. So okay. So, yeah, no, you really. Yeah, I, yeah. That that was gonna lead us to our next topic. Like we was gonna. Ask, I wanted to ask you now, Mister Christian Bradley, who you think the current best team in the NBA? This is gonna be very controversial. It, oh, this is gonna be very. Let me let me get my debate face on. It's gonna be very controversial. Very controversial. I honestly think that the best team in the NBA from one from actually from probably I'll say the Boston Celtics. This is why I said the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics. This is why. The Boston Celtics from one through four are literally four perennial all-stars. You got Kimba, Jalen Brown, that Tatum boy is a bad man. He's, he, he's a bad he's a man. Bad man. As Stephen A. Smith said, that boy was training with Kobe. And, 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 and Jalen Brown, his game has really got to another level this year, too. Jalen Brown had put it together. But Tatum, and I love Kimba. I love Kimba. Kimba got that. Got that. I love oh, he's Kimba. like sweet bar- barbecue I, I love Kimba. I love Kimba. Kimba says UConn. I, I, Kimba, to me, is, I love his game. And I, and I really feel like Brad, Wood, Brad Stevens, um, the coach, has really done a good job. They plug and play. I think they're under lock from last year. Gordon Haywood is now healthy. You know, I think I've always liked Gordon's game. He's got a lot of wiggle to his game, a lot of chocolate to his game, a little smooth. Um, I like I like Gordon and Butler. You know, they played obviously played championship games two years in a row with that Butler. So I mean, again, I think when it comes to in a, in a pretty good bench, obviously losing um, what's my guy losing uh uh uh. uh, uh my guy, uh, Al, Horford. Um, Al Horford. Yeah, Al Horford was obviously a blow, but it, it, it replenished and got some got some good bench help. I really think that the Boston Celtics, if they can stop Giannis, that's the thing. If they can stop Giannis, I really feel like the Boston Celtics will be a dark horse pick out of the East. And I really feel like they can. I feel like they match up. They match up very well. They match up. They match up very well with with, 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 with I think with the Lakers and they match up very well. With, um, with 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 the Clippers, that's just, you know that's just my opinion. I, I feel I feel I feel Boston is my dark horse pick, and I, I can't like, believe it. Hey, how I feel about it. Everybody that's listening, wise guys, Mister Christian Brownlee believes the Boston Celtics are the best team in the NBA. I do. Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, Mister Trey Larkins, Trey actually believed that the Boston Celtics is coming out the Eastern Conference. I said, oh. bro. I said this. You need to get drug tests, and Mr. Mr. Bradley, you might need to get drug tests too. Listen, like you said, Giannis, Giannis is the most is it is first of all, he's the best player in the NBA right now. Right now, he's about to get his consecutive MVP. And and third of all, they got his team got the best record in the NBA. And believe it or not, Boston, I mean Milwaukee beat Boston what in five games last year, did they? With Al Horford and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. I, oh, yeah. I definitely I, – look, I got Milwaukee coming out the bat. I, Milwaukee is the best team in the NBA, and I got them coming out the Eastern Conference Finals. Giannis is a freak of nature. 
and I love the support that he has on his the team right there with Chris Middleton. Bleachers even like even think he's a top ten player in the NBA. So you got to go off that. He's a good legit scorer, and they and he got a lot of trees with him. the Lopez brothers and Blesso's a good point guard. I think this this Bucks team can come out the Eastern Conference, man. They have the better chance. They have the better chance, man. That's that's how I'm looking at it. Done? Yeah. Are you done? Or yeah, you I'm, I'm done. Right, I'm done. I'm just okay, letting you know. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, I like Giannis to a young LeBron. Okay, go to the basket either hand. Go to mainly right, mainly right with Giannis, like like it was LeBron. Can shoot, and I feel like this. Now listen, the best player in the NBA to me, the best player in the NBA to me is Kawhi Leonard. He's the best player in the NBA. Yeah, he's definitely he's a top two player I, in the I, league. I, I think he's the best. I think he's the best overall player. In I'm sorry, he's the best when it comes to offense and defense. I love his mid range. There's nothing he can't do. Post game is crazy. It's so I, basic. I'm, 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 a, I'm a throwback guy. I'm a throwback guy. I, yeah. I, I love, I love the, the, the golden era of basketball where you had to have a post game, you had to have a mid range game. It, it wasn't just throwing threes up and, and, and dunking and lobbing. I, I like tattoo actually has some skittle. I want them. I want them old school guys who actually feels that. The NBA now yeah. was back in the nineties. I'm just I'm just one of them guys who feel that way. Guys are more athletic now, but but they're not as skilled as the, as they as they were back in the nineties. This is my opinion, early two thousands. However, another compliment of the day. Um, I just feel like Kawhi when it comes to Kawhi locked down Giannis last year when it, when when and Kawhi's what six seven six eight. Giannis is what seven seven foot six eleven. He's, he's literally saying. And, 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 he's he's locked down, and he locked them down last year because Giannis is pretty much he's just athletic. He can't shoot. He, sh- he shoots a little bit better than he did early than he did yeah. last year. But he's more confident. Huh? It's more like his shot is more it's more confident now. Yeah, it's, it's more but 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 Giannis can't can Giannis create his own shot off the dribble besides the dunk or, or a spin move for the to the dunk. I mean you can't let him get too deep because he don't dunk on you. But if you keep off the paint, is he effective? And I feel yeah. I feel like I, mean, I feel like Kawhi showed us last year. Now, is there a defender on Boston who, who like, like Kawhi? Not necessarily. I mean, I think Marcus Smart is, but Marcus Smart is what? 6'1", 6'2", 6'3"? Yeah, I think he's 6'3", 6'3", 6'4". So he's, he's an Eastern Conference um, Patrick Beverly kind of, maybe? No, not, not, not as ferocious, but he's a good, he's a good defender. Now, I think he's like, like a real live perimeter defender. Like, yeah. he, yeah. he's he He's a he's a good he's a good defender. He right. he he's scared to guard you. He poke he, he can steal the ball real good. And I believe like I think he's one of the best defenders at, at his position. I agree. I think he's more like a Tony Allen, like, like more, more of a Tony Allen. Uh, what Tony Allen was in his prime, locking yeah. up, you know, the top of the. But he's not six eight. You know, he's six four, six three. Can he give Giannis problems? Absolutely. But you know, he's not going to be able to stop stop us from getting thirty five a game. For the playoff game. Now, so, obviously, we saw that Kawhi did that last year. And if somebody, can, if someone on the Celtics can actually take an assignment, a Jalen Brown maybe, and, and and give him some trouble, and that's a big if. That's a big if. Yeah, a big if. The young bucks, yeah. the, uh, the 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 way, the, what's the one guy? The, uh, Greg Williams and Enrico Williams. They, yeah. they some they some big guys too, man. They yeah. they they can earn that assignment. Even though I'm gonna be like, yeah. Christian man. I mean, my, I just, I just, I just feel like this for Giannis, man. And we saw this, and I'm like, we saw this with LeBron before he went to Miami. And and, and you know, I, I hate putting LeBron and MJ in the same sentence, 
because there's no there, there is no comparison there. There is no comparison. <laughs> but you know, there ain't no comparison there. But hey, you're old school player. I, re, I respect that, man. You know, ain't no comparison with. And, and I I'm not gonna you know put the goat with, with LeBron. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> My point is, is that he's been able to add something else to your game in my opinion, to elevate your game in winning time. And I feel like unless Giannis adds a mid-range jump shot, a pull-up jump shot, somebody's not getting his butt whooped when he goes to the paint. Now, again, basketball like it was in the 90s and mid-2000s where you could get, get mugged in the paint. It ain't like that anymore. However, yeah. however, defenses can't collapse on you. Like yeah. you saw what the Celtics did with LeBron back in now. Now, again, the Celtics did have KG, they have Paul Pierce. But we did see where teams were like, – uh, Perfect example, Dallas Mavericks against, against LeBron um, in, in the 2011 Finals. They collapsed on them. Yeah, they, definitely. They, you know, they collapsed. I mean, you can name a lot I can't of believe, huh? I can't believe they made Dirk Nowitzki, like, like pick up on the, on the defense. I used to be thinking, like, Dirk is not a defender, but they made him slide his feet. Yeah. You want to win, you got to slide your feet. You got to win, you want to win, you got to slide your feet. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, 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 feel, I feel like with Giannis, I feel like, I feel like if they just stay in front of him, make it tough. Make him have if he has 30, make, 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 him, make him go take 30 shots to get 30. I want to have 30 for 15 shots, and, and, right? And, 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 and then 10, and then 10, uh, you know, 10 uh, free throws. Make him have a tough 30, you know, yeah, off of 30, so, off of 25 or 30 shots. So that, lead, that leads into my that leads into the next question. Um, so do who do you have? Uh, do you have who you have like right now? Is winning the NBA Finals? Who you who you who you think will win the NBA Finals? In Clippers. your opinion, you got the oh, see that's see Trey said Clippers too, man. Trey, damn man, y'all, I know the Clippers is loaded, but I just think LeBron and them, they just they're more experienced, and yeah, I think they, this is their year. But I, it's it's keys and flaws to beat that Lakers team, like. But you said the Clippers because you, I see you you so, you think Kawhi Leonard's the best player. I'm gonna tell you, let me tell you why. I think that when it comes down to coaching, now the Spring Vogel got Jason Kidd on his on his on his um, on his bench, and I think Lionel Holland's on the bench. He got some guys, obviously, who are experienced coach. But to me, LeBron runs that team. Like any team LeBron is on, he runs that team. Okay, so he's I the system. When it comes, uh, he is the system. Okay, Doc Rivers, in my opinion. Is, 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 I think it's a fact. He's a better coach than Frank Vogel. Yeah. He's a better assistant than Frank Vogel. I think overall he has a better team in the Lakers, overall. Now, there's, a, there's a LeBron factor there. But yeah. I really feel like, you know, I think I think the Lakers are one and two against the Clippers this year. Or, or, yep, or, one or, two. Are, they one, are they one and two? Yeah, I, I, really I believe feel like, so. I, I think two of those games, Paul George didn't play. So, yeah. yeah. He played the, the game they lost. Yeah. So, my, my, my point is... No, I think he did. I think he did. I think he I played think the game. I think they played the game that the Lakers on won. On Christmas. On Christmas, right? No, Christmas. Clippers won both. They won open night and on Christmas. Because Stephen A. Fipp was going crazy. Like, yeah, I think because Paul George... on TV? Huh? It was times that Kawhi Leonard was guarding AD. And he had AD doing nothing. So, so no. I, that's... That, that's that's my point. Like they got the like, to me. I think I think AD is soft. Yeah, I think he's soft. I think I'm LeBron. Listening. I think LeBron cries too much. 
um, to be to be that big. I think he cries too much. So Brian have his have his butt in the paint, in my opinion, man. Why aren't you? Why is your Why is your post game? He do he do that that, that whack. What do you do? Look away and do that. that, 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 that stuff. <laughs> hey, I just I can tell you just don't like that. You don't like that. It's just terrible to watch. Like what are you? Like he does this and he. Like, what is that? Like, what are you doing? He's looking at it like. He's looking at his hand first. You know what he's doing? Look at his hand first. and Man. Hey, that move. That move. I can honestly say that move is effective. It's it's effective. Hey, Chris, man, I'm just being honest, man. Hey, but hey, let's let's move on to the next next fun topic. Okay, so I've been, I've been like doing this chart of the top 10 receivers. And. I've been breaking down like who is a top 10, who is a top five. I've been looking at the Keenan Allen little situation. He think he's a top 10 receiver, but the, uh, the focus is not on him. People believe that Tyreek Hill is a top five receiver. Now, Christian, do you believe Mr. No. Mr. Tyreek no. Hill is a top five receiver? He's just fast. What route, what, what route tree does he run? He runs down the field. <laughs> he, he, runs, he, runs, he runs go routes. He runs go routes, or 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 they might get him. He do, he do verticals and he do post skinnies. Yeah, you know, okay. So he runs two routes. He runs two uh, routes. I, I, I'm throwing out routes to you though, but but Tyree Gill, he got he got his own routes. Mahomes, like yeah, he got his own. Routes. So 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 Tyree Hill to me is a product of a system. We all say he's excellent in that system, right? He has a quarterback that's dynamic. He has a coach that gets him open. He. He, he runs. He's not. He's not Odell Beckham. He's not. More, he's not Jarvis Landry. He ain't Antonio Brown. He ain't Julio. Hey, hey, you know? hey, hey, hey! You can't compare him to uh, Antonio Brown and Julio, man. I, I said Odell. he's not. I said he's not. Ah, uh, all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm saying Tyreek Hill was not. Tyreek Hill to me is like a second tier receiver. You know what I'm saying? The second tier guy. Yeah. He's just. He's just fast. I mean, again, I'm not speed kills, man. Speed kills, but. I ain't never seen Tyree Hill put somebody in the mix. I ain't never seen Tyree Hill stop on a dime and, and, and somebody go that way. He he there. I've never seen I never seen that before. But Tyree Hill made he made a lot of contested catches though. And you know, in 2018, he's a hell of an no, athlete. Well, since 2018, him and Patrick Mahomes got the most uh touchdowns together with 21. I believe deep. it. I, I yeah, believe deep. It. So so I think he's he's very effective. And I, what you look when you look at Tyree Hill, you can see so much like you can do with him. You can line him up in a wildcat. You can line him up anywhere, and I think he's affected okay. anywhere without the like without a, having a quarterback. Like he can play. He did punt returns, so he was very affected in that. That's what he started off doing. He started off doing. That's what I do. Punt returns. He started off doing right. Right. He's a punt returner first because he's fast. Yeah. But again, I am not again. Cheetah, he's a bad boy. Fast is a bad man. But when you start, when he starts saying that he like. Mike Smith, when he's DeAndre Hopkins, when, when, when he's talking about, you know, when he's um, um, thinking, thinking somebody, again, Odell, Landry, um, Diggs, Thielen, you know. Yeah, Thielen is very underrated. But he don't very get underrated. He, very he don't underrated. Get like, yeah. I mean, he I, mean I, I, could, I, could, I mean, hell, Julian Edelman, in my opinion, is a better, is a better route runner. Hold up. Okay. okay. Is a better route runner than Tyreek Hill. He ain't a better athlete. He's a better athlete. I mean, but but when it comes to getting open, Edelman gets open. I mean, this little five of five, nine, five, ten former former quarterback, 
Now, yes, is he playing in the system? Yes. But still, yeah. I mean, but still, I mean, come on, like Tariq, Tariq is a go route. He runs goals and he runs and he, and he runs post. You know, so, run, you ain't seen him doing no dig routes and, and, and go, you ain't seen him doing no slants. He's not doing no out. What is he running the route tree? Yeah, so so look, look, I agree with you right there, right there. He, he's a he's he's a dynamic player. So my next question was, do you believe he's the most important piece to Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs offense? No, I think that I think that Kelsey is. Um, actually, you know what? Wow. Actually, no. Actually, 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 no, no, no. I think that I I think that Andy Reid is. I think that Andy Reid. <laughs> I think Andy Reid is. Let me tell you why. Obviously, coaches make schemes. Coaches make players better. Do I think Patrick Mahomes will be the same quarterback he is somewhere else? Probably. Probably. Probably pretty dynamic, pretty good. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, I think Massett would probably be different. Yeah, yeah, but I think Andy Reid gets the best out of his players. Look what he did to Donovan McNabb's career. Look what he did to, to Brian Mitchell. Look what he did to all these guys in Philly. I mean, Michael Four straight divisional I mean, I mean, they yeah. went to four division, four straight, you know, empty championship games. Yeah, could get over the hump, but people forget about that. What happened in Philadelphia when he was there? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think that Andy Reid is the most important, most important cog in the Chiefs' wheel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they they they, they are they, they are an offside penalty away from D Ford, who's my mind is by the way, um, from being in two Super Bowls in two years. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. Let's let's you know Tyree Hill to me is is not he's he's dynamic, he's exciting to watch, but to me he's not a top receiver. He's just he's fast. Now again, he's a hell of an athlete. Oh, I'm gonna make athlete, sure but I'm gonna make sure the network like re- remember what you said. Tyree Hill please. is not a top five receiver. You he said top, he top, I, you think he's top five? I think he's I think he's a top five receiver. Okay. Do you think he's better than Julio? No. Julio. Yeah. Odell's not. I, I don't think Odell's a top five receiver anymore. Julio. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Man, Antonio Brown, man, he's just dealing with some stuff outside. But I'm, he I'm, was. I'm, I'm talking about talent. Oh, talent wise, just talent. Not, not, not extracurricular activities. Not CTC and all the other. The other stuff he's on, no, I, I ain't talking about. I'm talking about talent. 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 Okay, I'm gonna give you my list real quick. I okay. say Julio and Ruby. We're talking about talent wise. Talent. Like, even the players that's not even like Antonio Brown. Still, I think it's Antonio Brown, Julio, DeAndre Hopkins, Odell. That this is just for talent. And, and Tyree Gill, I think he's dynamic, like you said, man. You, he can line, you can line him up anywhere on the on the t- on the field, and he's very effective. I think he gives Mahomes that that extra vertical, like vertical deep threat, like that's his reliable deep threat. I feel like that's that's his reliable deep threat, Christian man, and he's more valuable to like any receiver on that team. So Keenan Allen in your top five. Look, Keenan Allen is a top ten receiver. Mike Evans ain't in there either. Man, I love Mike Godwin Evans. In there. Who? Chris Godwin in there. Mike Evans ain't in there. Man, Chris Godwin, I would not look. I put Mike Smith ain't in there. Look, I'm just. He's saying from a talented perspective. So Mike Mike Smith ain't in there from the Saints. 
Yeah, you talking about Mike or oh, Michael Thomas? I'm talking about Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas ain't hey, Kevin, hey, look, Michael Thomas. Hey, look, I, I say he was the best. You, if you watch this, I say he was the best receiver. But, but I just think like more type. He gives more dynamic than them, them players that you name it. Like you can you can do more with Tyree Hill than them receivers that you just. Okay, name. question for you. Question for you. Third and seven. Third and seven. Sixty um 40, 45 minutes left, 45 seconds left in the game. On on your on the Saints 30 yard line, third and seven. Or or or, or on um 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 KC's 30 yard line. Yeah. You think, think, you think that you think who you throwing the ball to? Tyreek Hill or Kelsey? Third and seven. Well, who the change? <laughs> I need a first down. Who to change? Who you throwing the ball to? Tyreek Hill or Kelsey? You're right. Look, look, look. Kelsey is more reliable. I'll give you that. But listen, it been it's been proven that that Tyreek Hill, like Tyreek Hill, gave them a big splash, a big play. He caught like you know clutch passes, like against Baltimore from two. He caught, one, he caught one against us too, and we had the blown cover on third and six. Yeah, that, that two. Hey, that's not his fault. That was the that was your team fault. A blown cover right there. I know you was like shaking my head. <laughs> that was the game. That was the damn game. Oh man, yeah, I lost. I lost a lot of money. I'm like, your 49ers made me lose some money. That 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 right there, I was like. But but my but my point is my point is is that I just think Ty, Tyree Hill made some big plays. Yeah. Not not discounting that. What I'm saying is is that if I need if I if it's third. If it's third and seven or third and six, with you know, with I need somebody to move the chains and make a move on one on one coverage and get open. I don't think Tyreek Hill, because whatever Tyreek Hill has somebody over the top, right? Over the top. I don't think Tyreek Hill will, will be able to run a route that's going to get him open underneath a slant. I think that I, I don't think you better do it. I, I've never seen him do it. Have you seen him, you seen him do it? It all depends who's the corner. It all depends. In my opinion, it all depends who's the okay, corner. Okay. Okay. Because okay. If you deal if with Gilmore, a man's if man, Gilmore, if Gilmore, I know you. Mr. Sherman is going is guarding third and seven. You think that you honestly think that Richard Sherman or Gilmore is going to let is going to let him get a first down? He has a. In my opinion, he has probably a, a better chance to get in on Sherman. Than Gilmore because Gilmore is a little younger, he's a little faster. And Tyreek Hill, he, he got quick feet. That's that's just me, man. You don't think Sherman's smarter? Huh? You don't think Sherman's smarter? He's one of the smartest quarterbacks players in the league. Now, I know, I know Sherman was smart, man, because he, he picked he he gave Andy Dalton his first interception. Like I remember that. I know Sherman is smart. He's a he's a good zone corner. And I don't deny that. I don't try but, to get in the debate about. But 16 pass deflections from Stephon Goodmore, you can't deny that, man. That's impressive. You can't deny But Sherman, I think, had, I think, 10 and three interceptions and 49%. I think passer rating to his side, I think, was like 20, 20% passer rating, and I think it was yeah. like 49% completion percentage. That's good. That's good right there. Hey. He's 32 years old. Yeah. yeah. Off, the, off the torn Achilles from 10 years ago. Hey, that's and the old head I, I talking about the torn Achilles. I tore my Achilles back in 2012, and I ain't been the same since. And I was I was 32 years old. I've been <laughs> basketball since then. <laughs> hey, Christian, man. Hey, hey I, 
I'm loving your enthusiastic on the show, man. But hey, we got one more topic before we let you go. But hey, uh, you you heard you heard in the news now that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones is going to be boxing September the 12th in California. I think it's in yes, California. Day. Who are you rooting for, man? This is, come on, who are you rooting for? You know what, man? Being that I've just picked up boxing, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I was a nerd growing up, man. I ain't no, I'm a lover and a fighter, man. I ain't never really had no real fights in my life. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've gotten to scuffles with people. You know what I'm saying? But I never really, like, threw them hands before. And being <laughs> that I just started picking up boxing, like, like, in April, I got so much respect for those guys, man, the, the, how, how much they work out and, and everything and, and what, you know, what they do. And to see Mike Tyson <laughs> doing what he is doing. And again, I do boxing three days a week. You know, I do three rounds. I do uh, eight rounds, six or eight rounds, two minute, two minute on the mint work. Um, shout out to Motown and CLS Fitness for the work. Um, I'm telling you, man, this is after my workout. This is after my workout. I'm doing the, the yeah. two minutes. And I'm telling you, to do the see to do what he's doing, how fast he is. <laughs> We're talking about Mike Tyson, right? <laughs> to see, I ain't seen Roy. I ain't seen Roy. So I can't really say to who I want. To see Mike Tyson doing what he's doing. Unless Roy Jones, man, has been training and get back to getting what we need to get to. And I know it's like they weren't headgear and exhibition, which is gonna save Roy a lot of, tr of trouble based on yeah. what I'm seeing. Because nobody has seen Roy. Nobody has seen him, right? I haven't seen him. Have you seen him? Yeah, I right, man, look, I seen Roy Jones look, I seen a little quick jab. I said, man, that ain't enough for Mike, man. I, I think it was a meme that it was saying, like, hey, hey, Roy, you gotta come faster than that, because Mike, he don't go down easy, man. And this like, dude, so 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 Clarence, give you some 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 stuff, bro. They got me, so my trainers got me doing. I'm ducking again, man. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I mean, I'm you know, I'm learning some stuff, man. I'm learning how to how to how to how to right. Man, listen, I've been doing this for four months. <laughs> and I ain't sparring nobody, I ain't got hit by nobody, I ain't did nothing <laughs> like that, bro. Obviously, Mike Tyson been boxing for 40 years, right? 40 years he's been boxing, so this is what he does. He's a former undisputed. So, so you grew up, did you grow up, like, with quick questions, did you grow up watching Mike Tyson? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, I was, I, so I was, I was, I mean, I was seven, I was, my first Tyson, I think I was seven or eight years old, 87, I think I first saw him, and I yeah. remember the fight. I remember watching the fight. Like um, a three-second fight. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching, I remember all of those saying, oh, hell no, because it came pay-per-view. It was done, like, in a minute and a half. No, the first Tyson fight I watched was the Michael Spinks fight. I'm in 18 or 88. That was the first. It's 88. Yeah, that was the first fight I remember watching vividly because again, I was in there with my mother, and uh, my mother was in there, and I remember watching it, and I remember going to the bathroom. And I remember all the adults going nuts because it was over at the middle. <laughs> And they paid $55 and back in 1988. That was a lot of Ooh, money. That's... <laughs> you know, yeah, that's an easy finesse right there. And a half boxing match, cast the star. You know, so, you know, so yeah, I remember that. I, I mean, to answer your question, Clarence, I honestly think that Mike Tyson um, is going to beat the. Beat the... <laughs> he's going to beat the crap out of him. He's going to beat the crap out of, out, out of oh, Roy Jones. I, I, really, I, I don't see it any other way. <laughs> what, one thing before we, one thing before we, uh, for the show is, man. I, I think this fight is gonna be, it's probably gonna get out of hand, man. Because I, I, Iron Mike, I think he still got it, man. Iron Mike can still not, can throw a punch. Yep. I am not, 
I am not about to get in a ring with Mike Tyson. I was I, I was watching his uh workout this weekend, and, and I was looking at the, his uh uh looking at his interviews. He and people were just joking like he's frustrated. He's gonna beat the crap out of Roy Jones. And watching his watching his workout video, he hitting he's hitting his trainer in the stomach. Even though the, the trainer got some protected stomach, he hitting him so hard. So Mike, hold on, yeah. Mike, hold on. I'm like he feel those punches. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Man, for Roy Jones, man, I, I, I think he's a dead man. I, 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 again, again, I haven't seen Roy. I haven't seen Roy, but no, I don't think anybody really has seen Roy. Yeah. And if Mike can go, I think it's what, eight, is it eight rounds? No, no, it's eight, eight, oh, eight my. Rounds. They should have made it a five. They should have yeah. made it a five. And they're wearing eight rounds. I think it's going to be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to looking at it, especially since now I've gotten into boxing a little bit and I've been doing it. Um, you know, again, I, I'm not no boxing guru. I ain't no, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm doing it for workouts. You know, I'm, I'm people be getting on me about my speed. I don't care about that, but 800 calories, it worked out. I don't care right. about speed. Um, but I respect, I just respect um, what boxers go through, man. Again, I, I before the show today, I had my workout with, with Motown, and I'm not trying to plug, but I'm just going to have my, my workout. And it was a 45-minute workout because I was trying to get here to make sure I'm on top of the show. And what I went through with that 45 minutes was grueling. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's a workout, and you're doing now you're swinging, and now you have to do the footwork and everything else. So I have so much respect. You know what I'm saying for those guys, man. So it's, it's yeah. Dope. Oh, hey, 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 Christian, man. Oh, you know this, it's, the show's about to end. And yep. do you before we end? Do you want to give out a big shout out for your, you know, your for your information, your social media? Sure, sure. Um, uh, on, on Instagram is the Christian Bradley. Um, on my Facebook is Christian Bradley. Um, on my LinkedIn is uh, Christian Bradley. Uh, you know, <laughs> so all your names is Christian everything, Bradley. Everything is, you know, on Twitter. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really a Twitter person, um, but um, but yeah. But I, again, Clarence, uh, I appreciate. Um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. You know, thanks a lot. I love to do it again sometime with you and Trey. Oh, I'm gonna bring you back because you said Jimmy G is, is gonna be a top, is gonna be a, a vote uh, in, in the MVP. So you definitely bring you back. I want to come back after week one when my oh. quarter, when oh. my quarterback when my quarterback lights up the Arizona Cardinals at home, and I, I want I, when he has two over two fifty three touchdowns, no picks, one fifty quarterback rating. I, I, I want to be on the show to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Hey, thank you, Christian, man, for coming on the show, man. Thanks so, for having me, brother. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, no problem, man. Hey, and make sure you have a good night, man. You too, brother. Thank you so much. No problem, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, so everybody, remember, go follow Wise Guys on Facebook at Wise Guys and Instagram, These Guys Know Sports, and Twitter, Wise Guys underscore OH. And make sure y'all ain't too lazy to. Subscribe to our YouTube page, man, Wise Guys. And we go, we're go. we here live on a Worldwide Sports Radio Network with your host, man, Clarence Nixon. Uh, hey, see y'all later, man. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.